Welcome back to another episode of See Me After Class. I'm Mr. O. I'm Miss S. Miss S, I have a question for you right off the bat. I have an answer. Let's see if it matches. <laughs> Do you need other teachers to validate the quality of your skills? Question oh, mark. yes. Probably. Most likely the <laughs> that, answer is yes. That was very quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you want other teachers to validate the quality of your skills? Not all the time. But it's a human Shh. desire to feel validation, which I also kind of exemplify. Should it be a thing? I think that it should be a natural practice of like, oh, wow, that was really cool. I just want to let you know. Pop by your class, saw it, thought it was awesome. Keep going. So love you, love everything about you, but that just sounded very patronizing. You're right. <laughs> Maybe it's just yeah. a- <laughs> that. You know what? If someone just- came by my room and told me that, I'd be like, honestly, get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm going I'm to be vulnerable. I, I've decided to be more open and more raw. When I get that constructor criticism, sometimes I think to myself, "Well, what do you know?" Oh and then, gosh. and then I have to, and then, I have to, and, then and you know what? I'm, I'm gonna. This is what happens in my head. It never happens out loud. I just have to think, like, okay, no, that's bad. That, that's bad. You know, that's unprofessional. Like, what they're they're just trying to help you with your craft or whatever. And then have another voice that's like, "Well, what what the heck do they know? They they're not in my classroom." You know, is that is that relatable content? You know what? I will be sure to never say that to your class. <laughs> <laughs> Dumpster fire or not, I'm going to keep walking. I'm be like, nope, don't see it, don't hear it. I'm not here. I appreciate you validating my inner saboteur. I thank you so much for that. Psychosis, yeah. <laughs> Miss S, this podcast is for teachers. Correct. <laughs> it leans more towards middle and high school teachers, although we will never forget about our elementary school teachers because they won't let us. And they shouldn't because I'll never do that job. But do you, do you really think, do you really think that should be a thing where just genuinely, authentically, just kind of validating a randomly, I don't know. Yeah, what think? I think that you sometimes see it in schools a lot where they'll try to do like, oh, you know, here, you have a PD and they're like, here's these sticky notes or these cards, like randomly tell someone you appreciate. Like it's forced, right? But I think it should be natural where the expectation is like you are validating or hey, saw what you did. Maybe it didn't even go well, right? Like maybe you watched yes, and yes. Just like you tried something new and that first period was Hot Mess Express and they were the conductor, right? And it was just a mess, but they tried something new. I love and that. And that deserves I, to be shouted out. I loved that. Thank you for that. Teachers use it. Admin use it. Yeah, I used to do it all the time. I was the conductor most of the time. You know, I think that perhaps we're just thinking about all the things that we do. That might be it. <laughs> I just wanted a segue. And among a lot of those things that we do, there's still, surprisingly, things that we aren't and don't do. For now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might be doing that at some point. Our famous disclaimer. <clears throat> we are not food stylists. I, I try to style. When I cook, I'm like, ooh, I'm going to clean the plate up. I'm going to do these things. And then I'm like, you know what? It doesn't matter. So I'm thinking that you may have misconstrued that. It's the, you know, a Burger King commercial? You know how the burger looks so oh, good? That's a food stylist. <laughs> you know that like a sock that's painted like a burger? <laughs> or, uh, uh, I don't know, I- IHOP when the pancakes look just so, oh, so good. Fluffy. Yeah, and fluffy and when the eggs look real fluffy. Yeah, no, that's not real food. It's They've just styled it to look that way. Got it. I did yeah. not get that. Thank you for clarifying. That was You're way welcome. Off, way You're, left. <laughs> <field>. <laughs> You're welcome. 
we're also not train pushers. Can you push a train? It's the people. It's specifically in like Japan or whatever. Oh. People use public transportation like a lot. And uh-huh. it's people that like when the doors open, they literally just shove you in there. They're pushing Whoa. you into the train. <laughs> You've seen videos. There's like stuff on YouTube you can see where they're like shoving people into the train. And then once the door shut, they're like, wait for the next one. And they just shove like it's probably Honestly, equal amounts of people. Literally could be me. I, I get in the train. Get in the. Tra- <laughs> I mean, it could be every teacher at that point. You're like, get in the classroom. Sit down. We are also not professional eaters, and not what you think. Not competitive you know eaters. Professional eaters. What does that mean? <laughs> food critic space. It's just another word for food critic. Oh. <laughs> but you know what? I would love to do that job. It's like, see, mm. I couldn't because then I'd be like, mm, do you have some ramen? <laughs> Hey, so this steak that you have seared with onions, mushrooms, etc. Is there some French toast? Do you have like chicken nuggets? <laughs> you even need chicken tenders? <laughs> and finally? And finally, we're not odor judges. You know what? I couldn't do it. I'm going to tell you that right now. I could not do that. It's it just- basically people who test the effectiveness of a product based off of like the armpits, right? Think deodorant. Think okay. Uh-huh. Other things like that. that uh, are supposed cleaners. To be like, yeah. Where it's like, I guess they run a mile, put the deodorant on, and then you smell them before and after to see the effectiveness of it. I would vomit. <sighs> I can't. I think I could. Like, I think I could No, do I that. have a very sensitive nose where I'm like, oh, God. No, <laughs> there's no way. There's but then, no but way. see, I think what, they, what they're looking for is an honest genuine opinion and you miss s are quite honest i do like, i can smell you from here that deodorant did not work <laughs> please do not get any closer to me i can already <laughs> smell you <laughs> i can already tell that this failed f we are also not principals nurses librarians bus drivers cafeteria ladies workers custodians um business clerks Registers. Regist- ooh, registrars. Can't forget about registrars. No, because they make they make it happen. <laughs> we are none of those things. We are teachers physically teaching students to the best of our ability in the classrooms. Sure are. Speaking of the classroom, Miss S. <clears throat> Here we go. The power zone. What comes to your mind when you hear the power zone? I'm thinking of, oh, I hope I don't get this wrong. And it's okay if you do. It's, <laughs> I'm going to assume it's the part of the classroom that you own, that you're like teaching during I&M. Believe in yourself. That's Honestly, that's, it's, <laughs> master teacher. It's, a, <laughs> it's basically the zone. And obviously this could be left into up to interpretation. It's the zone where you're in the crowd, you're in with the students, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're commanding your classroom, etc. When teaching, Ms. S, do you work the power zone? Question mark. Yeah. Well, so the thing is when I teach, tell I, me, tell me, I do that. Plus I'm also like standing on a stool and I'm moving it around. Like I am all over the, you're laughing. Yeah. You're laughing. <laughs> You know, but you you know what? You are utilizing your resources. You are oh, yeah. using everything in the classroom to get your Attention. point across. Especially because, hey, I teach high school. High school is you got about five seconds to impress them. And if not, they're, do- they're done. Bye. Literally. Well, okay. Then I would argue 
middle school is it's less. worse. <laughs> you have 0.30 seconds. By the time they walked in, they're like, this place sucks. Like that's really I don't, like, don't want to be here. It's so boring here. <laughs> Ms. S, is it important to be in the power zone? Should it be important? I think it's important to own when you're in it. You can be in it all day long and just be like a little noodle. But you got to like own it. I had never thought of when you could be in it, but yeah, you're not I'm really sure in teachers it. Teachers are there in it all the time. But they're not. Did someone inform you of said power zone? Did or did you just figure it out um, on your own? Did no, someone throw you to the sharks? I think it was mentioned of like, oh, you know, when you're here, you own it, blah blah blah. But it was never like named. This is it. Here's what you do when you're in it, type of thing. Was it? It was alluded to. It was just a suggestion uh-huh. of something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. <clears throat> well, today's episode will be about. The effect, the possible, excuse me, because I never, I try not to speak in absolutes. The effects of using, utilizing the power zone in your classroom. Oh, this is a good one. I like it. And I love that I'm using this voice. Have you ever noticed, pause this, table this. Have you ever noticed when I'm asking a question, I always go higher? I don't know why I do that. I'm going to try to fix that. Yeah, I've noticed that too. (laughs) But yet you've never given me any constructive criticism about it. I like it. Accountable. (laughs) Ms. S, first point in uh, using the power zone is proximity. Now. I was going to say peroxide. I said, "Mm, (laughs) never heard this. This is all new to me. Proximity. My first point, literally standing or being among the students has positive effects. Oh, yeah. I mean, tell me. Like, I see it in your eyes. That's just one of those things where it's like, Oh, I, I, you hear it all the time where it's like, well, first you use least invasive strategies, right? So it's like before calling a student out, if they're like head down or they're just not paying attention, uh-huh. you just walk over to them, right? Maybe you, you keep teaching. You don't just stop and stare at them. Right? You do like maybe a little finger tap or something. And it's becomes like, not only are you redirecting that student, but now you have like at least six others that are like, okay, the teacher's here. Like, let me make sure. I know where we're at or, or things like that. But I, I mean, think, yeah, proximity is powerful. I think this, even the sound, if, if say, for instance, we'll use your hypothetical and we're bringing back Bobby. Bobby's head is Bobby. down. <laughs> Bobby's head is down with his hoodie on, maybe even with headphones on. And oh, I think oh they're still listening. Just not, they're still, I should, let me clarify. They're hearing you. They're not listening to you. Correct. They're not and, listening for knowledge. They're listening for uh, compliance. Or they're listening to see where you are in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And if they hear your voice get closer and or louder, that's when it's like, nope. Like, uh, what is it? Uh, ground, not groundhogs, uh, meerkats. Like the meerkats, meerkats. when they're like, oh. Stand up. And they're like, where's, and, it? And where's the know, danger? Where, where, where's the teacher? Where's the danger? Exactly. Stop. When in the power zone, well, you know what? That's, I don't know why I don't like that. When utilizing the power zone of your classroom... Master's level educated. Let me use it. Are is there more student buy-in, Miss S? Question mark. Um, I'm gonna push and say probably not. Ooh, like, ooh, I don't oh, think that ooh. has anything to do with buy-in. I, I think mean, tell me why. Is, because if I'm just walking around, I don't. I genuinely don't believe students are gonna be. I'm excited about this lesson. Like I'm into <laughs> it. Right. Like I don't think buy-in is the right word. I think that you have more students 
who are paying attention, which could lead to that, right? Like it could, it could be like, oh wait, right. this yes, actually right. isn't like what I thought, and I'm now intrigued. Or like, oh, we're actually going to be talking about this, and I know about this. I'm ready to right. participate. But it, it might even just be like you have kids paying attention, and they're like, this I could care less about. But because yep. she's moving around, I'm going to pay attention. Like I'm really not trying to get called out today, right? And I'm just thinking of my high schoolers who who can be like that. I think it's I- ideal what you're talking about with the with the buy-in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, again, because I want to be more raw and vulnerable, if they're paying attention and not distracting, I think that's a battle that I've won. Not the war. Mm-hmm. The war mm-hmm. is that they have to master and be uh, aware of the t- of the standards of the day or whatever. But I think that if they're paying attention, I think I've won a battle. Is that? And there's sometimes where it's like, you know what, for today. And like, yeah, I think every yes. teacher has like that one class where they're just like, for this class, I really just need 100% paying attention and at least attempting to master the content, and then we'll get to the other stuff later. And I think with this next point might be a little bit of what you're talking about is that it's when you're in the zone, I wish you could say the in the zone, but in the power zone of your classroom, it's easier for students to see nonverbals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's when the, when the meerkat looks up and looks just checks to see where you are, where the danger is, it's, they can see your face. And there's so many, at least with you and I specifically, we have very animated faces, if you will. Like most of the time we're happy, positive human beings. There are the rare occasion mm-hmm, when- Because we're humans, yes. Anger, frustration, disappointment- will be shown on our faces. And that, I think, when we're closer, and I'm not talking, like, right in their face, obviously. No. Proximity-wise, if they can see that, that also, I think, is a a kind of check, a redirection of, okay, she can tell I'm not paying attention. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start at least putting my pencil mm-hmm. on the paper and doing what it is that he or she asked me to do. Question mark, Ms. S? Period. <laughs> Statement. Declarative. <laughs> Speaking of, so we've we've done proximity, which I think I agree with you in that it's very powerful, mm-hmm. utilized correctly. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't write this down, but I, it popped in my head, and I want to make sure teachers understand, even first years, because we have not acknowledged our first years. First year teachers, look, if this is your first year, we're in March already. Like this is March, <laughs> so you're almost there. You're almost done with your your first year. Correct. It, you, it doesn't feel like it, but it is. It is one thing to use your proximity as a teacher. is another thing to try to intimidate. That's not mm. what being in the power zone is. That's a good and, clarification. And, and by, by intimidate, I mean as a male, and some might argue there are a lot of females that are more intimidating than me, which I would agree <laughs> – as a male, I just you can be more intimidating. And don't use your physiological spot in the classroom to intimidate students because that would be a not-so-great idea. Ms. Mm-hmm. S, no, you- yeah, because then it becomes they're no longer feeling safe in your classroom. Like it's no longer a zone where they enter and it's like, oh, I'm excited. It is like I am in like flight mode. It is like fight or flight. It's no longer like that need is being met and I'm ready to learn. Because then the worst thing that could happen is that your intimidation would be met with their intimidation tactics. And then mm-hmm. 
that might escalate, and we're in the classroom to de-escalate at all times. But speaking of, Miss S, next point, in using the power zone effectively, discipline. Mm. Now, discipline, <clears throat> and I wrote down, honestly, done effectively, works with any age group, question mark. Proximity Claire. works. I mean, not, 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 not proximity, uh, the power zone. The power zone works with any age group. Yes, and I mean, again, I can't testify to the K-5. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I can either. I can either. I will assume. I'm going to assume right with the five-year-old proximity might might help, might be just, I don't know. Deductive reasoning. You're using deductive reasoning. Right. Like it's a skill or a pedagogy piece that if you do effectively should be K through 12. does not matter. Like, right. It works. As, I'm not too sure. Yeah. As far as your experience in middle and high school, does it work? Always. A hundred percent. Even now. Like. <laughs> Without a doubt. I think I do it naturally now. Like, it's just so natural in my lesson. Like, I do not stand still. And if I do, it's because I'm really just trying to, like, model something at the right. board. Yes, yes. But other than that, kids already know. I have, like, one of those clickers on my hand at all times with yes. a laser pointer. So I can be in the back, in the corner, on the side, whatever. Like, I wander throughout throughout the lesson as I'm doing my first 10 minutes of instructional teach. And then, obviously... Once they break into independent work, it becomes your aggressive monitoring pathway, which is different. Right. You've got just, you're an amazing teacher, Ms. S. I just wanted to validate that for you. You can put it on a plaque. I'll take it. I love plaques. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. <clears throat> yes. I, well, then I think we agree in that I also think that it does work with all A groups age groups done effectively it being being in the power zone so the way i do i would run my classroom is i would do i do like you call it the intro to new material mm-hmm. and then okay here's the new material here's how you do it here's a problem uh you've got two minutes to work on the problem now i'm gonna walk around the room okay mm-hmm. okay no oh no uh no you need to add the negative here oh no you're multiplying okay okay then i go back when the okay let's go okay this is how you do it so and so come to the board let's do it okay sit down sit back down okay here's the other new material okay and this is how you do it okay three minutes let's go and then that's when i walk around the room so like you i don't ever stay in one place in the classroom is my way to you to effectively use the the power zone. Yeah. Even when I think sometimes people side note, even when they're testing, you should still use the power zone. Oh, well that's the, uh, the active monitoring. Right. But there's times when it's not the state exam or something. I fall into it too, where I'm like, "Eh, it's 10 questions. Like, what are they going to do? Cheat? And it's like, yes, 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 they will. Yeah. (laughs) Both of us, both of us. You could give them three questions and it's still a yes. (laughs) Miss S. So in discipline, I think using the power zone, it's an opportunity for you to easily put out, and I quote, small fires. Question mark? Mm, yeah, before they turn into wildfires. <laughs> give me, I mean, tell me. T- give me, give me, a, give me a, a tidbit of wisdom, please. Oh, my least favorite. I'm going to go because sometimes this can turn my, my attitude into a wildfire because it's just so triggering to me. And I don't know why because I was that high school student. Like I did the same thing that I catch my kids doing, which is... <laughs> 
you're teaching or, or something's going on and you can see, you have the lights out. You're showing a video, something where it's like the instructional material, right? Like it's, you're yes. trying to incorporate something new, right? Sure. And you see it from the back where it's like, they're playing four corners, but they're like talking non, non-verbals. Like they're looking at each other and they're like, oh, okay, check your, phone, okay. check your phone or whatever, right? And <laughs> I see it and I immediately like beeline straight there and now I'm standing back there and then they get upset. They're just like, miss, we weren't even talking. I said, correct, but we're still not paying attention. And then it's like the whole, like, I sit, stand back there and then I see it pop off in another corner. So then I have to walk over there. It's just like, for me, the little wild, the little, the little fires are like the nonverbals that will then of course turn into the verbals. Like they're going to laugh or they're going to be like, Oh, that's so funny. Like, and I get it. They are 16 years old. They are, they are teenagers and their brain is not literally formed in the front of their head. Like it is a mush. (laughs) I get that. I was also a teenager who did that in high school where I was like, I'm not talking, so I'm not in trouble, but then it leads to other things and I'm not paying attention. And the kids know that that's like my like pet peeve that turns into like a full on trigger for me and so there but i get it teenagers i understand but that is the one thing like little fires of like the nonverbals or like yes. the throwing of things like the little bitty paper or the pencil things that can then turn into like so and so hit me and now you have a huge thing that could turn into something bigger i love that you always relate to the kids because you were that kid yeah they're my punishment it's karma uh, <laughs> however I, I i relate to them on different areas because i was not that kid. I was the, I'm going to, I have to be paying attention because I don't even want a look. I don't even want the teacher to look at me. I want to be invisible. I'm just a student. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. That was we, just come, <laughs> we just come from different, different walks of life. Miss S. <laughs> when using the power zone effectively <clears throat> through discipline, I think if you could possibly use the power of your teacher voice. Oh, and I have a great one. You've heard it. (laughs) I think that what I had (laughs) mentioned before where the student just meerkats and, but I think even the opposite works when you stop talking. That right there, silence scares them. And I'm, where I'm not in the job. I'm not in the job to scare them. I'm not in, I'm not trying to scare. It's just, I think once you've established your rapport, your culture, et cetera, et cetera, when you stop talking, they know, they being the students, students know, okay, why did he or she stop talking? And the student who either isn't paying attention or has the head down or wants to, and hey, hey, look, see, I got his attention too. I you got, got his, his attention. attention wants to know, okay, why did he or she stop talking? What do you think? Question mark. I've seen that where they're like, and then somebody's like, look, you made them mad. And then I'm like, okay, <laughs> just adding to it. Like we're making it times 10. <laughs> <laughs> we're just escalating. We want it de-escalate. Or it's usually like you. everybody has seen that or like walked into a classroom where it's like the teacher just like stops talking, doesn't even say, I'll wait. And the yeah, kids yeah. are like, shut yes. up, shut up. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's the rapport and the culture the teachers create in their classroom, which is, you know, that's always good. Ms. S, using the power zone effectively. Also, can, perhaps, I don't know, maybe you've got a dissenting opinion, retention. Oh. Power zone influences student engagement, question mark. 
I'm glad that you clarified that because you said retention. I was like, uh, and I mean, so you know what? Okay, fine. I mean, I mean retention of what you were trying to teach. Content retention. <laughs> yes, Got yes. It. I thought you meant grade level retention. <laughs> if you're in the power zone, they're they're, they're going to you know be what? I'm, yeah, again. I'm gonna I'm gonna withdraw from the school. <laughs> uh, yes, no, content yeah. retention. Yeah, because again, it goes back to that first point we said where it's like kids are, are unfortunately, like you could argue that they're not, but it's the idea of like they are being pushed to focus on whatever you are are asking them to focus on. And I don't think that that's like a a negative thing because even as adults in PD, right, when you have a, a presenter that is just at the front, you zone out. When you have a presenter that's all over the place, like you are, like as an adult, you're forced to be like, oh, they're going to call on me. Like, I really got to pay attention. Like, they're going to come to my table. They're going to ask for somebody. My group's going to say me. And so it's the idea of. Stop. I'm going to pause you. I hate that you said my group is going to say me because I feel the same thing. That's literally me. My group is going to say me. They're going to volunteer me. They're going to say, oh, (laughs) she has the answer. And I'm going to be like, no, I really don't. But no, I think that, of course, that does because. It is not, and it's not even like a forced, like look at the board type of thing. Like yes. it's just, it's just the human instinct of like someone's by me. Let me look up. Like someone's over here. Let me make sure I'm paying attention. When you've got student engagement through the use of effectively using the power zone, engagement increases attention and focus. And I think that's just a declarative statement. <laughs> I think right. that's just period. Point blank. Period. And I think this is a if this then kind of situation with the content retention. And thank you for that clarification. Yes, this is about content retention. Increased attention and or focus maximizes learning and mastery. Do I sound like a book? I'm sorry if I sound like a book. You sound like some PD we just went to where they're giving us a brochure and you're like, why are we here? Like we already know this. (laughs) So, So yes, content retention. I think using the power zone effectively can, I don't know, it just depends on who it is and how you're using it can lead to a lot of content retention. After that, using the power zone effectively can help with monitoring and ingesting. Correct. And let me clarify, with the, and I know you and I love this, the instant one-on-one feedback. That should be a norm. Kids should be getting feedback all the time. I, I mean, do do teachers really know that? Is that something that they learn yes, in their pedagogy? I think it's do... The idea, okay, maybe not in pedagogy, but I do think it's the idea of it's it is an extra lift. It can be difficult, yes. especially if you're teaching like writing or something where you're having to really sit and read and then provide that instant feedback. But kids should be getting that at all times in in that classroom. Like when I go to observe teachers that I'm in charge of and like kind of coaching up, if I don't see it's instant. Like that is my like when I'm gathering data, I'm like you only gave like out of 18 students, three got feedback, right? Like if not, why not? Like what's going on? How can I help? Ooh, if not, why not? Mm-hmm. Ms. S, honestly, wait. So where, what part of the escalation matrix are they on? <laughs> I'm done. So right now we're at a verbal warning. You will be, <laughs> we will be escalating. <laughs> when, <laughs> when you're using the power zone effectively, you can more readily address misconceptions. I mean, it goes right. with the that goes with yeah. the monitoring adjusting, but I want to say it out loud because yeah, there's no, a, there, there's, there's first year teachers who are like, oh, I don't have to wait till the next day, like I can adjust per class, and it's like, as veteran teachers, we're always like, well, duh, but we also I'm, didn't know that at some point, right? Like I, it was exactly. also something where it's like, oh, like I don't have to like this is not Bible, right? Like I can adjust and like move things around, and it's like you should. And is it fair that now after? the lockdowns that teachers are going to have to learn a little bit quicker. Is that, is that fair to say? Is that 
wrong. Oh, it's fair. And I also think it's like understanding that the gaps are larger than they've yes. been. Yes. I, I, I wholeheartedly because agree. Bobby was watching TV when he was on online learning. Let's be uh, honest. Bobby was playing his Xbox PS4 <laughs> and got attended, got counted present at, in class. <laughs> and was there in school. Ms. S, finally, in order to utilize. Oh, my God. Oh, in order to <laughs> in order to utilize the, the effectiveness or have it be effective, the power zone, you've got to ready your classroom for that. It has Correct. to it has to merit being able to use the power zone. And what I mean is, first of all, arrange your classroom to facilitate the power zone. Question mark. Always. How dare I ask? Do you arrange your classroom? Ooh, I am a teacher and kids know it. I don't do groups. I do not do groups. Okay. Like, okay. Whatsoever. Unless there's a rare, like when kids walk in and they see groups, they already know it's like, oh, it's an activity. Like this is not forever. Like we're probably doing something today. Right. I utilize pairs. I'm a big pair person and I use data to determine those pair sets. Honestly. Um, <laughs> you can do that with groups. I just don't, I just don't like groups because at some point somebody's back is going to be to me and I don't like that. Like, yes. When I'm walking around, your back is to me. And you could argue with the pair, everybody's back is to you. But it's like the way I position them and the way I am is I kind of walk backwards in my classroom anyway. So then I'm still able to see everybody. So it doesn't really, that doesn't affect. But if I was to sit down, right, for whatever reason, sit down at my desk to take a drink of water, nobody's <laughs> back is going to be to me, right? Like they're right. all looking where I need them to. But I use, um, I use pairs and I offset the lines, right? So it's zigzags. So that way I can kind of snake through. It's rare that I do straight rows unless it's testing kids know if we're in right. rows yes. we're testing but no i zigzag the patterns so that way there's gaps for me have you ever thought about putting your desk in the back so that the students i have are... had that in okay. the back too mm -hmm. okay. i've done back i've done side at this point in my career my desk is really just like a landing place for my things it's not really a landing place I mean, for me you're yeah. right yes commit to position your wow i'm gonna i'm gonna pause and then i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna get my words Ms. S, why don't you commit to positioning yourself in the power zone more? <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> that sounds like something you find at Hobby Lobby. Like, one of those, like pieces of art. <laughs> on, a, on a plaque. You know what? I'm just going to yeah. buy that plaque. But to go back just a little bit, I, I also like to put pairs only in that I'm a very big like, okay, say good morning to your partner. Good morning, partner. Okay, now tell your partner exactly what I what the instructions were. Ready, set, mm -hmm. go. I'm very about like rep repetitive, I guess is the word, where there won't be a question of, I don't know what to do because I li mm -hmm. we literally said it. Now, well, I said it, you said it, and then you told your partner, and then your partner told another partner. Like basically it's always in pairs, but yes, I also have been thinking about putting my desk in the back of the room so that I can watch everyone. I think now because a lot of schools are doing technology, right? Because a lot of state yes. tests are now moving to computers and you know how little kid brains are. It's like yeah. six tabs open. One of them is what you wanted. Five are games. So oh, yeah. I stand in the back to be able to, uh, quickly again. And because I have a little laser pointer, sometimes I point at the screen. I'm like, so this this is, looks wrong. Please be right. <laughs> Don't be wrong. Be right. Go ahead and fix that. So this tab is not what's supposed to be open. What we're not going to do is not listen to Ms. S. I'm like, mm, cool math games. Love that for us. I don't teach math. So go ahead and get out of there. <laughs> Ms. S, finally, 
just be about the power zone. Be about it. Just be own about it. it. That's all. That's it's just own it, period. Like, if you are a person that, like, ooh, I just think of, like, little, you know, sometimes, like, people who are very self-conscious of, like, wanting to wander. It's just probably first year, right? Like, my first year, first day, was yes. I wandering my room? Absolutely not. I was trying nope. to hide. I was like, oh, God, what did I do? On the contrary, I was at the front of the class not moving around thinking that everyone was going to just listen to what I told them to do because they were good human. They were good people. Not that they're not good people, but they're human beings. And as an evolutionary trait, Ms. S., humans are, are evolved to deceive and to lie. And guess what? Middle schoolers <laughs> must be masteries of that. <laughs> yes, Ms. S., so I think that the power zone when used effectively, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is can change the way you see your classroom and or run your classroom. Correct. For instance, proximity. Remember, use your physiological space in the classroom to put out small fires, to for the students to see easier uh, nonverbals, but also do not cross the line of intimidation because then yeah, that's... you should never, yeah. Then once you've done that, you have to, that's no longer a tool that you have to use in your bag. You cannot use that. Discipline. Use the power of your teacher voice. Always. Content retention, Miss good, S. Good job clarifying that. Can be, can increase when using the power zone effect more effectively. With that, you can monitor adjust more easily, give the instant one-on-one feedback, which should, should, which should just be happening, point blank, period, in your classroom. See, he agrees. He does agree. And finally, in the classroom, <laughs> super excited. He's super excited. He's like, I get it now, my, my, my voice. <laughs> in the classroom, try to arrange it in a way that facilitates the power zone. Misses? 100%. I like this one. I like this little power zone thing. (laughs) Miss S, look, take it, leave it, love it, hate it. It's the power zone in your classroom. Either you're going to use it or you're not. Either way, like just or you or you don't. Just own it. Own either way. I mean, yes. Period. (laughs) No, I was picturing that own it on like a mug because I I was picturing that I've seen it somewhere. Like I just can't remember where because this would be the perfect time to like own it and have a mug for it. That's merch for us. I'll work on that. (laughs) We will see you guys next time on See Me After Class. Bye, everybody.